0: We gon' lift off like a jetpack. Time to tune in, not just speaking real facts. Nice. Ooh, right here is everything
1: you need. Ooh. This ain't no get rich quick thing.
0: Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto. Your host, Naja Roberts. Leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create hey. your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind.
2: Good afternoon, good afternoon everyone and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you, because it absolutely matters. Today is Thursday, May 25th, 2023, and I would like to say happy birthday to several celebrity cryptopians whose birthday is today first of all we have stacy okine from columbus ohio we have jamie bellevue from norwich connecticut and corey tyler from inglewood california To each and every one of you, I would like to say happy birthday. May today be filled with all the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve on this special day, which is your day. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to get a shout out for your birthday, please feel free to send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, that number is 424-317-7373. And today in my, um, just my ability to really pay homage to everyone who has really impacted my life in some sort of way. Again, today, I'm going to do a quote from the late, great Tina Turner, and she had a quote that said, I never said, well, I don't have this, and I don't have that. I don't have this yet but I'm going to get it. And again, that was Tina Turner. And I like that quote. And I've looked at that quote many times, because as I say, my affirmations, I never talk about what I don't have. I'm always talking about what I don't have yet, And I always put that word yet in there. And so for those of you that are learning about this thing called cryptocurrency, and you may not understand it yet, maybe you may not have Bitcoin yet. Maybe you may not know how to move it from one wallet to the next yet. But you're going to get it. You're going to get there. And we're here to help you do that. And so ladies and gentlemen, that is my quote for the day. And we are going to move into some very important macro uh, situations that are going on right now. To those in Washington that are at the negotiating table, it is a competition, a competition in my opinion. It looks sort of like a game of chicken about who will actually blink first. But... I am very disheartened because there are hundreds of millions of people like you and me that are sitting here on the sidelines and what they're playing chicken with is our life savings and our retirement. And they're risking a lot right now as it relates to us. And it's not a game at all. And if the government defaults and Congress and the White House continue to drag this on for weeks, we're looking at a 2008 level of crisis. And that's not just Naja Roberts saying this. This is according to Moody's Analytics and a gentleman by the name of Mark Zandi. And so a lot of times when we are looking at different numbers and different statistics, We've got to go to a couple of different places, but this is one that I have come to trust. And again, it's called Moody's Analytics. And I'm saying that because for some of you who like to do your own due diligence, these are great places to look to find out where the economy is going and what is actually happening. But according to the Congressional Budget Office, they are now predicting that this uh, day will hit sometime in the next couple of weeks. So, we don't have a lot of time for our government to figure out what they're going to do. And the fact that in just a couple of weeks they won't be able to pay their bills, a whole lot of heck is going to break loose. I'm just going to say it that way. And so, when I was looking at Moody's analytics and looking at some of the models that they ran about the U.S. And the global economies and some of the simulations about what could ha- actually happen in this economic downturn from this political side is really disheartening. And it's really almost not even comparable to 2008 because there's so many other things that are happening in concert with this possible shutdown of our government and so we've just got to really make sure that we're ready no matter what at all costs to make sure that we are able to pull monies that we actually have access to if we need to get into that Um, and so I'll be sharing a couple of things that are happening that you do need to know about and when we come forward I am going to share with you something that has just been changed at a couple of banks. This is going to surprise you. But if you've been listening to me, maybe it won't surprise you. But when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580.
0: In a moment, moment. More more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580 subject to change. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580.
2: All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Before we get into what a couple of banks are now mandating, I want to share exactly why I've been telling everyone to make sure that right now you're not making any big box purchases uh, because things are could get a little bit hairy around here. And so as we look at this Moody's analytic and some of the models that they actually ran, what it stated was that there would be a decline of almost 4% of our gross domestic products. And that's GDP. And what I try to pride myself on is making sure that everyone is understanding what these terms mean because you hear them on the radio you hear them on tv and you really want to find out what they mean and so gross domestic product is the monetary value of all finished goods and services made within a country during a specific period and so our gross domestic product will decline almost four percent And if this government shutdown actually happens, which, again, we hope it doesn't. But if we prepare ourselves for what may come after, we will be good, we'll be well prepared. Nearly six million jobs will be lost based on the analytics, again, that were being run by this different platform. And again, this is a third-party platform. This is not something you're going to hear on the news, on your local news, or even CNN or anything like that because they don't want to cause panic. But in order for us to know what is going on, we really have to look at this with a better set of eyes. And so the unemployment rate would surge to over 7%. And the investment impact. Stock prices would be cut almost to one third of what they are right now with the worst sell off. And the reason why I'm really paying attention to what they're saying is because they are talking to their community about the possible wipeout of $12 trillion of their household wealth. So we don't have. trillion to get wiped out in our household wealth. In fact, a lot of us are not actively participating in the stock market, but those of you that are, you need to know that if the government shutdown does happen, that there's a possibility that you will lose a a substantial amount of your holdings based on just this default itself. Now, these are only models. They're not crystal balls. And, of course, the fact is that nobody really knows the future. But what we do know is that holders of U.S. government securities are being held hostage by both parties, Democrats and Republicans alike. And so, as Secretary Yellen said There are workarounds, but unfortunately from what I am reading and seeing and hearing, none of them are actually good, like the 14th Amendment, trillions of dollars in coins, and last but not least, a default. Here's the thing, even if, and I continue to say if, there is a last minute agreement, the damage is being done right now, and we should expect considerable market turmoil and we're seeing a little bit of that right now as the stocks begin to pull back they're down right now if you look at um, just look at some of the numbers these things are already happening But the bigger picture on the macro is that the rest of the world is looking at us not being able to pay our bills. And that's a problem, especially when a lot of people are depending or utilizing the U.S. dollar. And then you've got another group of people that are trying to get everyone away from the U.S. dollar and offer something in that's different so that they don't have to use or utilize the United States dollar. And so what we know is that based on history, we don't have to go this far back, just a quick stroll back to the debt ceiling drama of 2011, which was revolved, was resolved only within about a day or two to spare, but the fallout was huge. The stock market actually skidded 17% in 17 days. The US's credit was downgraded, which I don't think was a big deal um, to some of us, but with what is happening right now, and we've been talking about BRICS and all these other organizations that are looking to do what we are talking about, which is de-dollarization, this could be pretty catastrophic catastrophic for us and so we've got to just make sure that we're able to i'm going to say do the things that you need to do with the accounts that you have to make sure if you need to go and retrieve funds or cash in stocks or do different things that you've already gotten yourself ready so what am what do i mean by that on several platforms you know maybe you've been trading there for five to ten years who knows but maybe lately you haven't gone in and updated your identification or verified your address or made sure that they have the correct information or if a cell phone number has changed or an email has changed that all of your records are up to date because what you need to do is be ready and I'm I'm just saying this because a lot of people don't think about the fact that, hey, I changed my phone number or I changed my email, and then you go to deal with the platform, and they're trying to verify who you are, and they have old information, and it takes you five to ten days to get your funds sold or moved from a platform as opposed to being ready already. And so it's really important that we start to pay close attention to these things. Even in the cryptocurrency space, there's a thing called KYC, as you all know, know your customer. And you should always make sure that that KYC on any platform that you have is up-to-date because what happens is you go to remove your Bitcoin or your cryptocurrency and then they tell you you have all of these things that you need to do to verify you are who you say you are and ladies and gentlemen whether it's old money or new money right now is the time to make sure you can put your hands on whatever funds that you have available to you and so as we continue to look at this thing of course Um, we all want to be on the side of continuously making money, allowing our money to work for us, which is why we're talking about this. I know people don't want to pull their money out of the stock market because we don't know exactly what's going to happen. You don't want to deal with pulling your money out of the treasury, even if you can, because I see that a lot of the treasury accounts are being locked up. Um, meaning you're not able to pull right now, just based on the fact that it's kind of almost like a bank run is what they don't want to see with people withdrawing and helping the, the the treasury to really lose its value. And so you've got to be really paying attention to all of the different moving parts right now. Again, on the macro, you've got to pay attention to the macro to know how it affects you, your family, your savings and things like that. So. One of the other things before I get into this actual bank document, and we may have to uh, just do this when we come forward, but one of the things that I am seeing over and over, and I'm always talking to people, even when I get somebody on the phone, let's just say from my telephone company. I'm always asking them, how are you doing with your retirement? What is happening with your savings? And more and more, I'm hearing that people have already depleted their savings. They depleted their their savings during COVID, and they've never really regained. But as I'm looking at these different reports, it's saying that American consumers are depleting their savings at a pace that is unseen since the Great Depression. And I can't even really wrap my head around that because it's stating that the regular everyday person can't even put their hands on a thousand dollars in the event of an emergency and that is really really scary and so as we look at um what the feds are saying and what the feds would have us believe is that there is an elusive two percent inflation rate on the way but the latest data we have now shows that each dollar buys 6% less than it did a year ago. And I've been talking to you all about that. You're going to the grocery store, you're buying the orange juice, but you're getting the same price, but less product. That is exactly what that looks like. You're getting 6% less of what you did last year. Even with personal consumption expenditures, there's actually an index that you can look at to really start to pay attention to where some of these um, analysts are getting information from because they're watching every single thing that we do. They know where to raise prices. They know where Uh, to really gouge. And remember, I've always said their goal is to get the money back from you to get back into the system. And so they know where to actually cut spending. They know where to raise spending. And one of those um, reports is the PCE personal consumption expenditures. It's actually a price index and it, it excludes food and energy costs. And so it climbed about 4.6% from a year ago, matching prior months' annual advances. So, what we're doing in a month is really matching what has been happening in a year. So, everything. Literally everything is more expensive yesterday. And I'm going to say this really quickly, but yesterday uh, we were coming home and I stopped at McDonald's because I had one of the children with me and we were doing some things at the office late and he was saying he was hungry and I literally stopped at McDonald's and a large fry was $5 and 97 cent. I was in shock. (laughs) told the lady, take that off there. I'm just going to go with the small burger. I mean, that is super expensive. And I don't know if I just haven't been paying attention, but when did a large fry get past, I mean, $5 and something that is ridiculous. Um, but that's what it is. Everything is more expensive. And I know last week I talked about eating out and how expensive it it, how expensive it was and uh that was just a shocker to me but I will say this as it relates to cryptocurrency as it relates to bitcoin specifically if you think about what I've been saying what we have been talking about our prayer our hopes and again nobody has a crystal ball is that we will slowly acquire the bitcoin that we need the satoshis that we need so that when the time comes For that particular asset class to excel, we will have what we need, which will take us further than anything else that we could have invested in. But again, you have to be diversified in your portfolio. You are adding small increments of gold. You're adding small increments of Bitcoin, you're adding small increments of real estate, you're putting small increments of whatever it is you're already doing. You just need to be diversifying just a little bit at a time and really paying attention to the fact that things are changing quicker than you probably would have ever imagined. And all of these reports are out And different economists are looking at them. If you're starting to listen a little bit more, you'll start to hear more people saying the same thing that I've been saying for a very long time. But now the facts are out. And this is quite different because in the past, we were looking at these numbers, but nobody was talking about them and nobody was actually admitting that we were in a serious situation. Now you've got, everyone admitting that we're in a situation not as severe as I feel the situation is and so if they're sounding an alarm ladies and gentlemen please know they are trying to make sure that the best effort is done to make sure that they're safe that their communities are safe and we need to do the exact same thing so if you got nothing else today Think about accounts that you have not looked at or touched in the past three years, five years, 10 years. Make sure that all of your information is up to date because the game is going to be to slow you down from removing funds from different accounts if you're in a position where you need to do so. And so when we come forward, I am going to share some information that one of the bank's our several banks have just issued a new policy, a new language. And you need to know about it because if banks are starting to do this all around the world, they're going to start doing it here locally. So when we come forward after news spurts and traffic, we will continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Say the quiet part out loud. Out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. Easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This is the KBLA Sports Minute with Ray Richardson. Ray Richardson.
1: The Chargers made the top 10 in the NFL's offseason power rankings. They checked in at number 9. The rankings are based in part on how teams did after the draft. The Rams are 25th. The top 5, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Buffalo, and San Francisco. The Miami Heat have a significant injury concern for Game 5 tonight in Boston. Point guard Gabe Vincent will miss the game with a sprained left ankle. Vincent is averaging 17.5 points and shooting 50% from three-point range in the Eastern Conference Finals. Interesting weekend coming up for the Dodgers. They start a three-game series in Tampa Bay on Friday. Tampa Bay has Major League Baseball's best record at 36-15. The Dodgers have the best record in the National League at 31-20. and No debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson. More news, opinions, and conversation when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States of America...
3: The story of Emmett Till and his mother is a story of a family's promise and loss in a nation's reckoning with hate, violence, and abuse of power. It's a story that was seared into our memory and our conscience, the nation's conscience. When Mrs. Till insisted that an open casket for her murdered and maimed 14-year-old son, she said, let the people see what I've seen. The reason the world saw what she saw was because of another hero in this story, the black press. Jet Magazine, The Chicago Defender, and other black radio and newspapers were unflinching and brave in making sure America saw what she saw. Ida B. Wells once said, and I quote, the way to right wrongs is to turn the light of truth upon the wrongs.
0: Turning the light of truth upon the wrongs. We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580, and we don't black down. down. KBLA Talk 1580. Talk radio. That's music, TAV ears. We're unapologetically progressive. progressive. KBLA, KBLA. Talk, KBLA 1580. talk 1580. We've, got a We've lot got a to talk We've got a lot about. to talk about.
1: Hi, we're Tasha,
0: Teal and Ural from KBLA's Lyric Lounge.
1: Check us out every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. and every Sunday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m.
0: Tune in as we break down some of your favorite song lyrics from all genres of music.
1: From gospel to pop and hip-hop to rock
0: and everything else in between, we cover it all.
1: So come hang out in the Lyric Lounge with Tasha, Teal and Ural every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. and every Sunday at 6 p.m. Let, Let the, the music play. play.
0: Unapologetically progressive, KBLA Talk 1580. 1580, we've got your black. black. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins.
2: All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. So, if you are looking to withdraw cash, the customers of National West Bank, a.k.a. West. Have a sign on every single teller window. I had someone snap a picture and send it to me. It says, looking to withdraw cash, our primary aim is to keep customers safe and secure, and our branches follow our process carefully to achieve this. This will include asking you questions about the purpose of your cash withdrawal. We may ask for supporting documents such as an invoice. This helps us validate the withdrawal as genuine and protects you against fraud and scams. Please note that it is advisable to give 24 hour notice on a large cash withdrawal over $2,000 if you would like specific denominations. You can pre-advise us of your transaction via our customer, branch, contact team, or branch. But it goes further to say, in some instances, we may choose to decline the cash withdrawal based on the information provided surrounding the transaction. This will be at the branch's discretion. For more information, please review the TNCs that can be found under Section 2.2. Now, based on this, ladies and gentlemen, I am very alarmed, and I'm going to tell you why. I have been to different banks based on where I'm located in the country. And what I have found that in the neighborhood, if I take a check, let's just say I have a check that I'm cashing Of about $50,000. My husband and I talk about this all the time. I literally almost have to give my firstborn's arm and leg. In order to get that check cashed. Or even deposited it in my account. Where it is available for use in the next week or two. I'm just keeping it real. Then I can go to places like Beverly Hills or the beach areas, and I can deposit a $50,000 check, it becomes available tomorrow. Now, if they are leaving the pulling of money at the banker's discretion or the teller or whoever else, uh, I think it's going to be a problem for our community. But the biggest thing that screams out to me is the fact that they have made this policy that they can use their discretion to decline to give you the money out of your, well, it's not your account, it's their account, but it's your money in some instances. This is pretty scary. And if some of these banks, well, I shouldn't say some of the banks, because this is actually a real document from a real bank, and they are starting to lock up on people's funds based on what they feel you should be doing with your money. Banks have routinely asked you what you're doing while you're taking out your cash. I get that. And we've told our clients all the time, you don't have to really disclose what you're doing with your money. It's your money. It's really none of their business. But um, if you want to blow it on booze and and I'm not gonna say you can blow it on whatever you want to blow it on It's your money however the banks are now starting to say hey no you're not going to take all of your money out of the bank and if there is this sets it up so if there is another run on the banks or the particular bank they can stop you from taking your money out because they've already put that letter out there to let you know that it's possible. And so again, if we're talking about self sovereignty, if we're talking about being able to control our own money, when we need it and how we need it, then it just, in my opinion, I know this isn't your particular bank, but ladies and gentlemen, you need to know what is coming down the pipe. This is a real document. This isn't something somebody made up. It is a formalized policy with language that several banks are starting to adopt. And I'm thinking that there is, as we already know, a war on cash that has been in full swing for a very long time because there's a lot of countries that are banning actual denomination and bills. And this is making way for the central bank digital currencies. It has been coming for a long time, but we're starting to see them lay out this groundwork. And this groundwork is pretty serious. And for some of us, um, you know, it can be detrimental to our families altogether. We we watched several months ago where people weren't able to get their money out of Wells Fargo just for a day or so, but it still is problematic when you have people that are living paycheck to paycheck that can't put their hands on a thousand dollars in the case of emergency. It's problematic. And so, And, you know, arguably people will say people that can't put their hands on a thousand dollars in the case of emergency could possibly not even be banked in the first place. But I will say this. It is not the time to only have two or $300 and it be locked up in the bank because you can't get a hold of it. You can't do anything. You can't get gas. You can't do a lot of different things. And so the central bank digital currencies are on the way. And they are going to seek to accomplish three objectives. And we talk about this all the time. But I am going to give you three objectives that you can really pay attention to. They're going to eliminate privacy, making all transactions traceable. For all of those of you that are just learning and listening and finding out what a central bank digital currency is, it is just like a food stamp. You cannot take food stamps to Best Buy to buy a TV. There's only certain things you can buy with this actual card that have a special code. It's it's programmed and all of those things. It's programmable money. Central bank digital currencies are going to be the same way. If they don't like something somebody's saying or doing... You're not able to spend your money with their actual organization. You're not able to donate where you don't need to be donating based on what they think you should be donating to. So it is trackable and traceable and taxable in real time. So, you know, uh, we're able to pay our taxes right now. I'm not going to say at our leisure. But we can get an extension if we need more time. But once central bank digital currencies come into play, one of the things that I'm learning is that They will be able to tax you in real time. And sometimes they tax you and they're incorrect. And then you've got to go in and dispute. But just think of how many people are going to be taxed incorrectly with the central bank digital currency and have to go back in and get that fixed. But in the meantime, it's caused a hardship with their family. This is some serious stuff that is coming down the pipe. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this is not something that we think may happen central bank digital currencies are on their way and so when we come forward we'll continue the conversation about central bank digital currencies and I'll give you the last two things that I think will be happening sooner than later when we come forward this is KBLA Talk 1580
0: old money old money new money new money we've got you covered keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580 Let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580.
2: All right. Welcome forward. So the first one, again, was eliminating privacy. But the second one is just what we've been talking about, introducing controls on how, when, why you are spending your money. And we need to think about what China is actually doing, the China-style social credit system. That is what is going to be happening sooner than later, which is this westernized form that will almost certainly involve personal carbon footprint quotas. And we're gonna talk about personal carbon footprint quotas probably tomorrow. I think it'll be a great opportunity for you all to learn about what that is because they're not really talking about it in the media but it has all to do with us economically, but again, personal carbon footprint quotas are going to be upon us very soon, and most importantly, um, we could be calling it late stage globalism, and uh, we'll talk about that, we'll make sure that you understand that, but also the third thing that they are laying a groundwork for is that they're extending the runway of fiat currencies. Fiat F I A T means money with no intrinsic value other than what the government says it's worth, which we are about to hit the wall as a long wave of debt supercycle reaches its crescendo. It is about to happen. Uh, No matter what we do, no matter how hard we personally uh, try to conserve and make sure that we're saving and having our, all of our eggs in different baskets. So if one thing fails, we're able to pick up where we left off with something else. But the antidote to all of this, in my opinion, of course, is Bitcoin. It's the only digital asset that is scarce, that is truly decentralized, has free frictionless portability and is backstopped by it's actually backstopped in physical reality as the seventh property in a way that gold actually isn't it embodies all other properties of sound money and so again adding just a little bit of bitcoin to my portfolio is what I am doing And uh, I hope that you all are seeing how it can definitely benefit you as well. And so we'll pick up on carbon rationing tomorrow so you all understand how this is going to work with electric cars and electric, just all sorts of different things that are starting to pop their heads up. And um, we'll get into that. But we haven't done the market update today. And so I'm going to do that very quickly. Bitcoin right now is trading at $26,491. It is up in the last hour, 0.33%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 0.42%. In the last seven days, it's down 0.96%. Ethereum is trading at $1,810. It's up in the last hour, 0.06%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 0.5%, and in the last seven days, it's up 0.73%. And as I look at all the other cryptocurrencies, everything seems to be well. I guess today it looks like everything is all over the place. It's not its typical follow the leader. It's kind of everything is all over the place, and it just depends on the product and and the what they're doing with the project, how the project is faring. Um, But I want to just continue to tell you that all coins are not created equal. All companies are not created equal. And just continue to do your due diligence as much as you can to check and make sure that the companies are valid and that the projects are valid before you invest your hard-earned money. We do not have any time to waste whatsoever to be losing funds in this day and age. And so, ladies and gentlemen, one of the biggest pieces of news right now today is about Ledger. Now, I'm a little bit disappointed about Ledger. However, Ledger is still in its original state, one of the most safe places that you can actually store your seed words for your Bitcoin. However, CEO Pascal Gaither confirmed that the government could access clients private keys through their ledger recovery feature in case of a subpoena. Now there's a new feature at Ledger called Ledger Recovery. I will be not I will not be using it. I will not be using it. I'm going to say that twice. And I am suggesting that nobody uses that because it goes against the ethos of you being in control of your recovery words, your seed words, your mnemonic phrases. They all mean the same thing. And with this ledger, if you don't already have one and you don't understand what I'm saying, When you get this Ledger, it's an actual physical device that allows you to store your Bitcoin on the blockchain, but it has the keys to open the blockchain so you can move your Bitcoin from one place to the next. But if you use Ledger Recover, that means you are giving Ledger your 24 words in case you forget them or you lose them, you can go back and recover them. Well, guess who else can recover them? everybody else. So this to me is not just about the government being able to access it. What about that rogue employee? What about those rogue developers? You do not want to give people your recovery phrases because they can, they don't have any control of what people are able to get gain access to. And I think it's a terrible thing specifically for our community because we don't want anybody overstepping their boundaries and doing things that they have no business doing which they are notorious for and so we've got to make sure in order to maintain our safety of our cryptocurrency our bitcoin we just don't opt in to programs like this you have to opt in to ledger recover and uh, it's a big deal right now on the internet because everybody is crying bloody murder stating that this is just an atrocity that ledger will come up with something like this that would allow people to get access to the 24-word recovery phrase. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we may jump into why, why I told you why the community is concerned, but we may talk a little bit more about this tomorrow when we come forward. Though we will continue the conversation, and I will let you know what events are coming up this weekend. This is KBLA Talk fifteen
0: eighty. You're linked to the midday money chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. For KBLA Talk fifteen eighty.
2: Welcome forward. Welcome forward. We will be having our crypto essentials on Saturday. Yes, it's a holiday weekend and I am working. So we will be having our crypto essentials. So for everyone that's listening that would like to go through the evolution of money to understand how we got to this thing called cryptocurrency and what we need to be doing on a regular basis to make sure that we are ahead of this crypto curve. Again, central bank digital currencies are coming e naira is already there that is a central bank digital currency there's also a digital e1 it's already here and the united states has already announced and gone through a pilot program about the central bank digital currency so we're going to be learning about uh, how we went through the evolution of money that's this saturday it's called crypto essentials you can send me an email or a text message and uh, we can get you signed up for that and then sunday we will be having our ledger and me one two three where you can set up your ledger and move your bitcoin from one place to the next we'll show you how to do it so you're not so antsy about it and so uh ladies and gentlemen i am going to say thank you to each and every one of you for rocking with me here today on the head of the crypto curve We are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. And at the same time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you are dollar cost averaging. A DCA a day keeps poverty away. I'm going to continue to do my $6 a day, and I hope that you continue to do yours. I am not providing financial advice, rather, just sharing with you what I am doing on a daily basis because we are creating Satoshi millionaires, one family at a time. One day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you.
0: You're listening to Naja Roberts on the head of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms. At Naja Roberts, no underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Naja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA fifteen eighty Santa Monica.